Let your life be your sermon. It's March 3rd, 2019, and three months already into this new calendar year. And it's time. It's time to really understand the gospel. It's beyond time. We've been talking, you know, for the past three months for the duration of this podcast via social media and other avenues and and, um, about Christ, about the kingdom, about the church. And I hear a lot about the gospel and it, it has a lot of titles, the social gospel, the social justice gospel, the prosperity gospel. You got evangelical, you got all these different denominations. So I wanted to take some time today, spirit leading, you know, God-infused, Christ-centered time to really dive into the gospel, the comprehensive gospel. What is it? What is it that we should be um, learning? What's the composite? You know, what is it comprised of? What's the fullness of this gospel? What's the power of it? What is it rooted in? And let's start right here. You know, people, we always, we talk about Jesus, but we have to get some understanding of Jesus, his existence, how long he's been with us, uh, how long Christ has been with us. Let's go to some simple things here. Christ is eternal. He always has been. John chapter one says, in the beginning was the word and the word was God and the word was with God and the word became flesh. So you have Christ existing, he's eternal. When God says, let us make man in our image, who is the us that was there? This, of course, will require some some deeper study. I invite you to that. I invite you to continue to study with me and with our neighbor's house, the community of Christ followers that I pastor. Uh, Christ is eternal. Humanity was made by God to be connected to God, right? We get into a lot of debate about Adam and Eve and how all the creation happened. But this is the essential. Humanity was made by God to be connected to God. He had a plan and a purpose for our making. God had a plan and a purpose for our making. It was to be on earth and to rule on earth, not over other people, but just as God rules in heaven to come to earth Humanity was to come to earth and to rule, to bring about everything that's in heaven, to bring it to earth. That was the original intent. Let us make man in our image, rule, subdue, have dominion, be kings, be priests on the earth. That was God's purpose for us. We were connect. We were made by God to be connected to God. Humanity lost that essential connection, that connection where we were supposed to be Um, leaders for God, kings for God on the earth. We lost that connection because we listened to another voice. And again, I'm intentionally not getting into this total creation story because I just want you to hear the basics. Humanity lost the essential connection and began a path of being connected via rituals, feasts, and sacrifice, right? Since we had lost that essential connection of being sent here to be leaders, to be kings and priests on the earth, representatives, ambassadors for God, we then had to be connected by some other avenue because we lost focus and started listening to other things. But God still in his kindness was providing some way back. So he allowed us a path 
of being somewhat connected via rituals, feasts, and sacrifice, sacrifices. Now, Christ came in the form of Jesus to be the sacrifice. I want you to hear this. I want you to really understand. Christ came in the form of Jesus to be the sacrifice, to replace the rituals, and as the manifestation of what the feasts symbolized and foreshadowed. I'm going to say that again. Christ came in the form of Jesus through many generations to be the sacrifice, to replace the rituals. You had these rituals, these different things you had to go to. You had to come to the temple and make these big sacrifices, huge animals, bulls and bullocks and you know different animals to be connected. Christ came as the sacrifice, capital S, to replace the rituals and as the manifestations of the feasts symbolized and foreshadowed. So Christ came now as Pentecost. Christ came now as Passover. Christ came as those feasts that we see in the Old Testament. And now even when we celebrate Pentecost, we're celebrating Christ. Shouldn't be I need a day to get back to Pentecost. Pentecost is every day. So even some of those rituals, we took some from the New Testament and started to add more rituals even after Christ, the new covenant, the new testament, the sacrifice had already been made. Now in Jesus, this is all the gospel. This is all the gospel. In Jesus, Christ demonstrated our pattern for living, then gave his life. In Jesus, Christ demonstrated our pattern for living, then gave his life. See, Jesus Christ is not his first name and his last name. Jesus means Messiah. Christ means the anointed one. The anointed one has always been. Christ is eternal. He came in this body of Jesus, becoming Jesus Christ, the anointed one in the flesh, to demonstrate our pattern for living then to give his life, to be touched by our infirmities, to know humanity. Then in that body, 100% man, 100% God, to give his life, to be that sacrifice. So hear this. So we no longer have to be connected to God via rituals, feasts, and sacrifice. Some of us still like to be connected to God via, via rituals, feasts, and sacrifices other than Christ. But in Jesus, Christ demonstrated our pattern for living, then gave his life. With his sacrifice, what separated us from God was ripped in two. This is all Bible, Genesis, then Matthew. The veil, when Jesus died on the cross, it was ripped in two. That veil, if you study, if you ever get a chance to study the tabernacle, there was a veil that separated the holy place from the most holy place. When Jesus died, that veil was ripped into why ripped into why that sacrifice that allowed us to be reconnected in that most essential way where we could live as the kings and the priests that God created us to be where we could follow this pattern that sacrifice had been made so now this is the gospel we have access to the most holy but hear this Christ doesn't bully us into accepting that access and we shouldn't bully anybody else into accepting that access. He is, he invites us to be in him with him, like him and for him. Hear that again. Christ invites us to be in him with him, 
like him and for him and to follow the pattern, the blueprint that he provided. He invites us. Can we extend invitations by our lives, how we live, how we love, how we engage people instead of trying to bully them into accepting what should be a loving place and a place of access, reconnecting via Christ to the essential connection, the reason why we were created and placed on the earth. He invites us to follow the pattern, the blueprint that he provided, and to be in him, with him, like him, and for him. Those who accept this reconnect, who believe that Jesus Christ's sacrifice provided this reconnect, who confess that Christ is both the Savior and Lord, the author and the finisher, then follow that pattern and that blueprint. Listen, that's the church. It's never been a building. It's never been about having this hierarchy, these systems, this bureaucracy. Those who accept this reconnect, who believe that Jesus Christ's sacrifice provided it, who confess that Jesus Christ is both the Savior and the Lord, the author and the finisher of our faith, then follow that pattern and that blueprint that he provided when he walked this earth, who can do that thing, who can see Christ did this when he encountered somebody from a different culture. Christ did this when he encountered somebody who wasn't following his pattern. Christ did this when he encountered somebody who wasn't well. Christ did this in the face of poverty. Christ was powerful when the woman with the issue of blood came. Christ had something in him that could be poured out to bless others. If we follow that pattern, if we follow that pattern of living on this earth to glorify God, and to live and give everything that we do in life for that glory. Ah, if we follow that pattern, that's the church. If we catch the pattern, we study it. If we say in my daily life, what I'm trying to do, if I say I follow Christ, is follow this pattern and this blueprint that Christ provided, then I'm the church. And it's not about my local church who I'm with, what designation I'm with, what denomination I'm with. I am the church. And this is the gospel. This is the gospel. All of this comprises the gospel. It doesn't have to be broken up into the social gospel, the evangelical gospel, the liberation gospel, the prosperity gospel. This is it. Believe in Christ. Believe in the creator who sent Christ and who with Christ, that's John 1, there wasn't anything made that wasn't made with the word who is Christ, who with Christ made us commit to the end, the for, the with, and the like Christ. Commit to the end, be in Christ, before Christ, I'm with Christ, and I'm like Christ. I'm with Christ above everything else people tell me I have to be with. I'm for Christ above anything else that I have to be for. I'm in him. I'm like Christ. Follow Christ's pattern and blueprint which shows how to get to justice, liberation, love, peace, wholeness, neighborly concern, fullness so that we can pour out, not fullness so that we can have and just have. Christ gave this new pattern. So we follow the new pattern. In this new pattern, I'm giving so that I can keep giving. I'm giving and he's filling me up again and I keep giving. 
I'm not giving so that I can get, so that I can have. I'm giving so that I can be full and I can pour out again. That's the demonstration of Christ. That's the pattern. Commit to the in, for, with, and like Christ. Follow Christ's pattern and blueprint, which shows how to get to justice, liberation, love, peace, wholeness, neighborly concern, shows us how to love God and how to love our neighbor. Somebody asked him, what are the greatest commandments? He said, this is it. What's the greatest commandment? He was asked. He said, these are two. These are the two. Love God and love your neighbor. Everything else, it comes out of that. He also said this in Matthew 6, I want you to seek first the kingdom of God. Seek this reconnect again to get back to the place where you can be kings and priests on the earth who bring the kingdom of heaven to earth. That's the kingdom of God. Every day I show up, every day I show up, I should bring heaven with me. That makes me the church. That makes me the church. And we do all this with the Holy Spirit as teacher, comforter, and power source. That's the gospel. Believe in Christ, believe in the creator who sent Christ and who with Christ made us commit to the end for, with, and like Christ. Follow Christ's pattern and blueprint, which shows us how to get to justice. So I don't need a social gospel. I don't need that label. Shows us how to get to liberation. God shows us through Christ, this pattern, this blueprint shows us how to be love, shows us how to be peace, shows us wholeness, neighborly concern with the Holy Spirit as teacher, comforter, and power source. It means I have the Holy Spirit. Christ said, I'm sending you a teacher. I'm sending you a comforter. And then we see, we study more in the New Testament and we start to learn about gifts. We learn about gifts and we learn about fruit from the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit will show us what we need to produce. He will provide that for us. He'll teach us how to produce fruit that is Christ-like. And he'll also give us power, gifts to tap into so that we can produce. And then those miracle signs and wonders follow. Sometimes we're trying to get miracle signs and wonders without believing fully in Christ, without believing in the creator, without being committed to the in, the for, the with, and the like Christ, and without following the pattern. But these signs, Christ said, will follow them who believe who believe that's the gospel that's the gospel that's the gospel